Okay. Um, it gives you wings. I have it like does give you wings. I don't know what happened, but like in the last two weeks, I've had more Red Bulls than I have in like the last four years. <laughs> I just I was always a coffee drinker, and then like something snapped in me, and I had like a peach monster, and I was like, okay, this is my new caffeine addiction. <laughs> Ugh, that sounds so bad. <laughs> no, it was actually really good. This, I mean, this is a peach Red Bull, but the peach monster thing is better. Okay, interesting. I don't know. I could never get down with like the monster. It just doesn't taste good to me. I guess. Yeah, Red Bull is way more tasty. Monster, there's something about it. it just does not taste pleasant. Yeah, it somehow gets me. Um. Okay. Well. Anyway, welcome to Game Busters. This is a podcast from GameBuster.com. If you are new here, each week we drop into a game or a franchise that we want to talk about, or maybe we love, or maybe it's topical. Um. This week, I think it's just something I want to talk about. Um. So I'm Nirav, and I'm your host, and I'm joined, as always, by my uh, Dryany co-host, Alyssa. Is that correct? My what? Dryany, the big, big lady. <laughs> I saw. I was oh, oh, shit. Okay, I, I know nothing about the World of Warcraft. I don't either, I, and that's how removed I am from this. <laughs> I was like, what I the fuck you, did you just call me? <laughs> yeah, I believe you spelled it wrong. It's, it's uh, Draini. Draini. Draini, okay. Are, that sounds cool. Now, they are big. They are big, though, right? Uh, they're tallish. They're like yeah, they are. Foot-ish. They are tallish. Yeah, they're like they're like boat people. Yeah. They're like the tallest alliance race, aren't they? Or... I think so. Maybe. Yeah. That sounds right. Okay, that sounds good. Well, yeah. Um, and Momo, you said you wanted to be a a, a beautiful a night dark elf. elf or something. No, a night elf. I'm okay, a night I am elf. joined by I our. I believe you called me. A I'm joined man. by an illustrious night elf, Momo. Yeah, I'm, I'm with uh, alleys in here. This is disgusting. Okay, and then fine, yeah, Matt, you can be the horde. I don't care. Oh, buddy, I've been the horde since horde. I started. Yeah, <laughs> the entire horde. Um, so yeah, today we are going to be talking about World of Warcraft, something that I know uh, very next to nothing about, um, which is exciting. And um, I also want to shout out quickly. Um, there was literally no. I usually pull my information just by reading through the Wikipedia page because it's a good like conglomeration of sources and stuff. There's no information on the development of this game on Wikipedia, <laughs> which is insane because of how big it is. But it was so I, long ago. I just, yeah, um, I found a great article by um, by Mike Williams on US Gamer. It's a gigantic article. It's like maybe eight thousand words or something. Damn. Uh, um, but I pulled all, all this information from that. So shout out. Um, okay, so before we get into that, um, what are what are people playing right now? So Matt, when you kick us off, what you've been playing recently? Uh. I played volleyball last night drunk. All right. <laughs> That's a game. But I've also been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, nice. How far are you? Um, I guess I could talk about spoilers because... That I, game's two years old, yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, let's see. I beat... All right, I got the first two alliances you get, like, in the starting area or whatever. Oh, okay. And I'm working on my third one. Okay, so you're maybe one thirtieth of the way through the game. Yeah, I'm pretty early into it. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. How are you liking it? I like it a lot more. I think um, I just like the Viking aesthetic more. So yeah, I figured if I played a game with the combat system of Odyssey, it probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be as nice. But I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Um. Cool. All right. Um. Momo, what you've been playing? Uh, I've been playing. A co-op game called we were here forever it's like um essentially two players are like on the opposite sides of this world and just have to give each other information to complete puzzles 
it's it's a very fun co-op game. I mean, it's like a it's it's like the fourth in a series of them. I definitely recommend it for someone looking to play something with a bud. Okay. Neat. Um, Alyssa, have you found any new games yet? I actually bought White Neon. I haven't played it yet, but I intend on playing okay. it. I think it is called Neon White, but or Neon gonna... White. Sorry, Neon White. <laughs> oh my gosh, Neon White. But he's a fake gamer girl again. Listen, it's speedrunning FPS, and I wanna. I just thought the character design looked really cool. That was like literally yeah. the only reason I bought it. <laughs> I'm 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 tempted. I might actually end up picking it up. Um, it, it looks. Everyone has been saying it's fantastic. It, didn't it get like ridiculous review scores too? It's like overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam, so I'm yeah. sure it's gonna be really good. Uh, um, yeah, I it came out last year or something, but no, it, it came out came last out a week. days ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. Yeah, it looks neat. Um. I just like. I don't know. I see the cards and I'm like, oh. <laughs> but like, it's it's just it's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, what was it? Was there a game we were discussing where like the cards are circular and we're like, are these even cards anymore? Yeah, I think that was uh, Midnight Sun. Was it? Yeah, that might have been it. Um, sure. It's like, it's not really even a card anymore. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Um, I have been neck deep in uh, this same game, I guess, from last week, uh, Parkasaurus. I've just been kind of playing that on my own time, and I've been doing a Let's Play recording for it for our YouTube channel. Um, so make sure to check that out. It is, of course, Dino Summer. We're right in the middle of it. Um, and uh, I think today, I mean, if you go look right now, like I, I also started on Jurassic World Evolution 2. Um, doing a, I'm doing a Bryce Dallas Howard run of that game. <laughs> So, um, my park is coming along swimmingly. I only had one escaped uh, creature so far, and nobody actually even died. Uh, so, pretty That's good. That's no fun. Uh, pretty good, good headline. Doing pretty well. Um, okay, there was a sandstorm, and it knocked out the power, and the electric fence went down, and the one of the velociraptors, like, smashed through the fence. Um, but I actually kind of like that, like, in this... I didn't realize in this game you actually have to, like, take control of like soldiers basically who are like in jeeps and like helicopters and stuff and like you have to actually chase down and trank these dinosaurs like manually in like a first person shooter sort of thing what yeah it's a new thing they added for this from the from the old one but it's like mostly it's a management sim but like also there is that part of it it's kind of oh fun my god um it's a well-made game um uh, jeff goldblum narrates it you know it's good wow um yeah, but anyway, that'll be up on our YouTube channel as well. So I'm just basically in full dino mode. And like I said, I also, I just finished the quarry. I'm going to be writing up our review of it today. And hopefully by the time this episode goes up, you should be able to check out our, our YouTube channel and uh, see our, our review of that. Uh, good game, though. Good game. is good. Okay, let's get into this. So, World of Warcraft. Before we get into this or start any of this... I want to explain something that I think a lot of people don't know and something that I don't think I knew until a few years ago, which is that World of Warcraft is an MMO, but it is not a standalone thing. There have been several other Warcraft games before it. Um, You didn't know that? I did not know that for a very long time. Like, I just thought, like, it was just that was the the game. So RTS before that. Yes, that, that's the other big thing is that like, so there were three war, main Warcraft games before that, and they were RTS games, real-time strategy. Um, 
World of Warcraft is sort of a sequel story-wise. It takes place four years after uh, Warcraft, Warcraft 3. Um, and then uh, you can, of course, check out Warcraft 3 in its best format with the Warcraft 3 Reforged. Yes, in its very, very best <laughs> oh, format. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so anyway, just to, just to clarify that for people, because like, I feel like World of Warcraft is such a ubiquitous thing that like, like my, my mom knows what this game is, right? You know what I mean? Mm. that's how i sort of judge if like the general public knows things as if my mom has heard of it <laughs> um so anyway let's let's get into this so uh we're gonna open up with our our pitch meeting so matt and uh, and momo you two have come up with the idea for world of warcraft all right um you two it is 1999 <laughs> it's the year <laughs> of our lord 1999 so get you well, as as always, oh, I'm gonna boy. I'm gonna pull up which movies came out in 1999 so we can get in the headspace for and it. I was four. Damn. Yeah. Okay. You're not four in this though. You're you're playing a <laughs> okay. different person. I was one year old. Four. Yeah. I was like, okay. Ooh, uh, Tarzan, the Iron Giant, uh, the t- Five Little American Tale, Pokemon 2000 with Lugia, uh, the Mummy, uh, the oh, Mummy, the Mummy. The mummy. Okay. <laughs> Such a good movie. Man. Okay. Um, wow. Lot, lots Fight of big Club. stuff here. Yeah, Fight Club, um, American Beauty. Oh, uh, Mary Kate and Ashley's Passport to Paris. Okay. Oh my Star God. Wars, the this Phantom is a great Menace. year for movies. Good year for movies. <laughs> but just imagine Star Wars, the Phantom Menace, but a video game. That's Oh, yeah. Star Wars, the Phantom Menace just came out. You're right. Um, okay. So put yourself in this mind space. Um, but Alyssa and I are executives at Blizzard, and you two are uh, a Blizzard team. Uh, coming to pitch us your new Warcraft game, um, and uh, all right, let's uh, let's set the scene. So uh, yeah, please come on in. We're we're really excited to see what's next for the Warcraft franchise. You know we uh, we've got Starcraft out there and and a couple other things now. So we're really excited about uh, where we can take this 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 story. Yeah. So so here's the thing. So real time strategy. We made three of them now. Uh, you mm-hmm. know they're they're cool. They're fun. You know people love them, but. They're kind of outdated, you know, we're kind of seeing now that, you know, Warcraft 3 is losing its player base somehow, you know, here's a little graph that I'm just showing right now. Also, That is a graph. That, that look, is a graph. This, this also, is trending down. Yes, look at that <laughs> steep downwards incline, decline, sorry, not that's on an incline. So essentially, here's the thing, so with Warcraft 3, the primary issue with a game like that is that people buy it once, and that's a problem because we don't make money off of it. So what I would like to propose here is a game where people are always paying for it. You know, like just to play it, you're paying for it. Monthly subscription base, you know, $15 a month, which may sound absurd since we're charging $60 for a game we worked like three years on. But please listen to me here. No, no, this this is good. This sounds like more money that I can use to be a misogynistic asshole in the future. Exactly, exactly. So so I know this may sound far-fetched, but people will buy it because they love Warcraft. So here's the thing. All of Azeroth, available to you. Playable. It's all there. Every single bit of it or at least every single bit that we've explained so far, it's there. You can just run around it. You can play different races. You could be your Night Elf. You could be your Orc. You could be your uh, Human. You, know, you could be in Stormwind. You know, you remember the Lich King? We can bring him back at some point. We could bring back Illidan. We could make them all these little guys around. And... Oh, but we'll charge an extra $60 for those big villains. Don't worry. Yes. Oh. Every every time we're like, oh, you love Illidan? On a box, Look, you, you got you know I love you know I love charging money, but are people going to actually pay for this? Of course they will. We are Blizzard Entertainment. We're the most beloved PC PC game game developer of all time. I mean, people are going to mm. eat out of our palms. Trust me, they're going okay. to love it. Think about pools, this. 
Fools will pay $7,000 over the course of 16 years to play this game, I promise you. <laughs> Wait, oh is that God. the actual uh, math on that? That's how much I have paid Jesus. over the course of oh. two to three accounts uh, since I started playing 2008. So yeah, it's like I think it's around $7,000. Which is, of course, <laughs> nine years in the future. Oh God, I'm going to be depressed years? if I look math. $7,000 over 14 years is not bad. <laughs> It's not it's, okay. It's pretty bad, but I mean, so, like, yeah, no, no, that's that's good because that money is coming to us. We're not paying it. In this <laughs> yes, yes, sorry, yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. To be clear, um, Alyssa, as the only woman I've allowed to work at this company, what do you think? My only thought here is um, with Y two K coming up, mm-hmm. I'm willing to do just about anything to try and make more money. You know, we might all die at Y two K. Who knows? Who cares? We might as well go with this. I have no. Uh, you know, I am worried about that because we do the computers here. We don't know what's going to happen. I know. They're gonna, they may very well just all die, but I have faith. That's have we thought about releasing computers too? Computers too? That would be an idea. We can make a lot Wait, of money off computers So like too. computers comma two as in we're making No, no. Computers, computers, the sequel. sequel the sequel right, to sequel. computers. Gotcha. Uh, well, I and, mean, I think that would get rid of our... Them- y2k issue people might you know we could just say y2k free if people are going to spend seven thousand dollars on this one game will you think they won't spend a few hundred dollars on computers too hundred dollars what computer are you what what computer are we selling uh um, we could become add-on. it is a it is an add-on is it a, oh i see it's not it's, an, it's an it's an add-on for your computer it's, it's a floppy it's sort of the, it's sort of a wii motion plus situation <laughs> Um, okay, so this is an it's a it's an MMO and also an RPG at the same time. Yes. Yeah, so essentially, you know, you played you've played EverQuest. Uh, you know, I think that when I don't know when the hell did that come yeah, out. Yeah, EverQuest Probably. is out. Yes. Yes, EverQuest Guild Wars is, out. is out too. I think at this point, right? No way. Really? No, Guild Wars is, is like no Guild Wars is like five years after this. Guild Wars. Yeah. Oh, 2005. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm. Actually, EverQuest just came out, it looks like. Uh, so, yeah. So, you know, I've been talking to my buddy Kaplan, uh, and he, you mm-hmm. know, he he's passionate about EverQuest. You know, he's been he's been on it since launch. He loves it, but he just can't help but feel like it's a fucking mess. You know what I'm saying? So, here's the thing. We'll make EverQuest, but we'll make it better. You know, all the, all the bugs and issues that it has. You know, we will survive for 20 years uh, in the future. EverQuest is going to die in, in a couple of weeks, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna need five years to make this one. Okay, uh, that's a take, sort of a long turnaround time for us. It's huge. I mean, it's huger than I think we've ever done before. But trust me, the 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 money rollout, unbelievable. We, okay. I will make you rich. The now now uh, Jeff Kaplan, who you mentioned, he he came he actually came in here earlier today with a um, drawing he did, and it's of a, a blue French woman, and she's in sort of a skin suit and has a big rifle. Is she going to be in this one? Sorry, no. That I told him, I told him not to show that. See, he he has this thing for like you know that kind of aesthetic. We're not really we don't really want to humor that right now. Uh, just just ignore it. Uh, it's not it's not relevant right he now. He has Sorry. a lot of women uh, look asphyx- asphyxiated. Oh my god, that's that's a weird uh. <laughs> no, to yeah, have. he asphyxiated himself while holding the picture. It was weird. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I you know he's been doing that around the office, and I just can't. I feel like we're we're entering scandalous territory here. <laughs> we might be right. entering. Well, we might be I'm entering. In. Like I don't I don't want to smear uh Jeff's name, but I I'll. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody had done this in Blizzard at this point. So whatever. Oh. <laughs> so um, we can just make up anything we want, and I'm pretty sure like 
just by what Blizzard has done, you know, it'd be relevant to what they did in the past, right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, sure. Okay, well, <laughs> good. Right. It sounds like we have a long and fruitful future ahead of us as a company. Um, yeah. And we'll, uh, we're very, you know, just going to hold down the... Uh, so, okay, this this game, basically, people just pay for it every month as a subscription, and they get to be an elf or some shit and just run around and, and just cast spells. Kind of, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what we're looking at. You know, we really want to bring Azeroth to life in a way that no one's ever really seen before. I mean, one thing that we're really looking to implement is, you know, complete freedom. So, you know, you start a human, you start you start as a human, you start as a troll, you start as an orc. You know, you want these things to feel different. We want you to start in different places. You know, if you're a night elf, you'll be in Teldrassil. If you're in, uh, if you're a human, you'll be in Elven Forest. We want you to all these places that people fall in love with over the course of the the few years that we've had Warcraft games out. We want people to be able to explore them in this sort of this different perspective, one that never has been done before in this way. Okay, and this will just go on forever until we all die. Yes, yes, yes. of course. Uh, we we have uh, actually a map. It's really secretive. We haven't shown anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes until year twenty two hundred. Uh, wow. So yeah. So uh, I'm gonna need you to like, you know. Keep it down the down low. It'll be going long, long after we're all dead. Yeah, I think that'll be Y4K by then, right? <laughs> I mean, all your grandchildren will will reap the benefits from this package. That's all I'll say. You know, the best thing is, too, the quality that we do in the first several expansions will be such a high level that people will get so invested in these characters that mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how our writing is in the later expansions because oh. they'll have that attachment to them. And we can mm-hmm. butcher each character and milk them for everything they're worth. Oh, the Sonic the Hedgehog exactly. strategy. Exactly. 100%. You know, we, it right. doesn't matter how much we ruin each character by just giving them pointless arcs that mean nothing. They will be loved because our start is going to be phenomenal. Some of the best moment in history of our gaming career, perhaps. I project over 10 million people playing this every month <laughs> at wow. one point. Oh, my God. That's, yes. Yeah, that's more people than play video games right now, I think. But <laughs> wow. Um, okay, great. Uh, yeah, go ahead and get to work on that, and uh, we'll we'll ship that out, and maybe we'll. Um, I also got like I have this picture of a of a gorilla wearing a spacesuit. We'll see if we can fit him. We'll see. We'll see if we can Kaplan, fit him. In. Kaplan really needs to stop. Yeah, he's he's he keeps leaving weird, these under my door. He has these weird idea. You know, he's just a quest designer right now. He's just writing our quest logs, right? He's just that's all he does. You know, he just puts some like shitty text inside of our quest logs. No one reads them anyway. They just click accept. Yeah, I, the point is that, you know, you just can't really like if 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 we see references of gorillas, you know, like like gorillas I, in, I like in the, the gorilla. text. Oh. We could have them in the jungle area. Yeah, we, could, even... we we have this place called Stranglethorn Vale. We could we could throw uh, these those gorillas. We can give one of them a spacesuit if that makes you happy. Great. His name is Wilson, and scene. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's uh, get into this a little bit. So, um, there's a of course the Warcraft universe established by uh, several other games in this franchise beforehand. Uh, World of Warcraft is an MMORPG, um, takes place on Azeroth four years after the events of the previous game. And um, that game, so World of Warcraft was announced in 2001 and actually launched in 2004. So there was kind of a longer lead time than usual for back then um, for announcing the game and then getting to it. Um, probably because the Warcraft franchise was actually pr- one of the one of the biggest PC franchises at the time, for sure. And, you know, people were like, what's next? Um 
So we've had eight major expansion packs since launch. We had the Burning Crusade, Wrath of the Lich King, Cataclysm, Mists of Pandaria, Warlords of Draenor. Is it Draenor? Yeah, Draenor. Legion, Battle for Azeroth, Shadowlands, and then Dragonflight is coming out this year. Also we don't know Dragonflight. Yet. Yeah, yeah we're, not, we're not sure what it, when it's coming out, uh, but there was a leak from someone who predicted the the contents of the expansion that says it's coming out late this year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they've done it roughly every two years for a while. So yes. Yeah. However, I think COVID might make this one a bit more difficult. We'll see. That's fair enough. All right, so um, the in-game story of World of Warcraft uh, springs from the characters uh, established in uh, Warcraft 3 Reign of Chaos, which explain to me, what is is Reign of Chaos different than, is that a DLC or something? So Reign of, Warcraft 3 Reign of Chaos is the uh, original. Uh, Frozen Throne is like a sort of expansion that was added on to yep. Warcraft 3. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, um, so a lot of this information we get here comes from Rob Pardo, who was sort of the uh, lead designer on this game. Um, and uh, had worked on some of the Warcraft games before. Uh, so they launched, like I said, in November 2004, um, which is... I'm trying to think what 2004 was like for gaming, because um, I'm I'm trying to think Half of comparable... Life 2? Was that, that wasn't... Was that 2004? That can't have been right. That was like Half-Life 1, I think. No, Half-Life 1 is 1999. God damn. Half-Life 2 came out 2004, yes. Wow, Jesus Christ. Okay, well, I was just... I'm looking at games from 2004. You have Halo 2, Grand Theft okay. Auto, San Andreas, Spider-Man 2, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, those are a couple big ones. Yeah, so I'm trying to Sims think of... Two. Sims 2 also. Jesus. Yeah, Sims 2 was good. I actually had the, Sims 2. <laughs> the lead time that uh, World of Warcraft had back then, I think, is like such a big reason why that world was like as huge as it was. Because like if it was if if development started in 1999 and it came out 2004, that's like five years. Whereas expansions come out every two years, and yeah. even then they are mm-hmm. making content for those patches in between. So like the actual right. development time they're probably actually getting on those expansions is probably way less. Yeah. So I have some uh, quotes here from Rob Pardo about how they got the the team basically into this. So he said, "There's a time period that happened after StarCraft where we kind of split the teams down south into two separate teams." One of them was working on a project that would eventually become Warcraft 3, but it wasn't obvious at the beginning that that was exactly the way it was going to go. And the other team was working on a totally different project, which didn't come to fruition, and we decided to stop development on it. Um, And then, so basically that turned into World of Warcraft. So this is one of those things that's a little bit weird where the development time of Warcraft 3 and World of Warcraft overlapped a little bit. Um, So... Yeah, they were they were working on this this MMO expansion basically before Warcraft three even launched. Wow. Um, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Blizzard fan. Uh, so the Blizzard crew took inspiration from uh, 1997's Ultima Online and 1999's EverQuest uh, as their uh, you know main main points of inspiration. But um, they decided that they would be trying out Blizzard's first MMO um, and. So I think that um, some people had previously, um, I'm trying to remember, I think somebody, some of the people on this team had previously worked on EverQuest, actually. They pulled them over for this. Um, but um, so um, they, uh, the concept was uh, brought to fruition by Alan Adam, who was, uh, you know, um, basically put to the forefront as sort of make this project happen. Uh, so Pardo was the lead designer. Like I said, he wanted to capture a feeling of community and camaraderie with a sense of purpose, which he felt was missing in EverQuest. 
um, where people were doing stuff and communicating and having social events, but there wasn't anything that was like built in to the game that gave it a sense of weight. Um, and so he wanted to basically make quests. Um, and so this is the thing that like he wanted to, to make quests that developed characters, developed storylines and progress the plot of the world uh, rather than just here's a world and like go play around in it, which is something that hadn't really been done at that point. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Do you, have, have you guys played other like MMOs before? Oh, a shit ton. I've, yeah. yeah, I played a ton. Um, speaking of like other MMOs, it's it's there's uh, I don't know if you know, but Jeff mm-hmm. obviously Jeff Kaplan was uh, heavily involved in World of Warcraft, the development of World of Warcraft, uh, mm-hmm. because he was a big fan of EverQuest, and he would he was like a big uh, prominent raider and forum poster on EverQuest, um, and he had this collection of. Uh, forum post um, where essentially he got the job because he was constantly complaining about EverQuest. He got the job at Blizzard because he was constantly complaining about EverQuest. Oh, okay. And his, and his last and his last post was if you want something done right and he's like I am I finally accept the associate game designer with Blizzard Entertainment. Oh wow. Um, and he will be designing quests for World of Warcraft. Um, Maybe I should complain more online about games. Yeah, it's it, it's it's so funny that like Kaplan's start was here because obviously he's such a big name now. Um, yeah, I just thought that was a fun little fact. Yeah, that's interesting. Huh. That is very interesting. Um, yeah. So, like I said, like they they kind of wanted to um make something that was like uh that felt like there was a beginning, middle, and end to it, rather than um just something that you messed around in. So he said, that was our on-paper design. Pretty early on, once we were doing team playtests, what we learned was that the moment you ran out of quests in your quest log, the game just felt broken and people didn't know what to do. It was this big moment where the team was like, "Uh uh-oh, I guess we have to do 10 times as many quests. But I think it's one of those great moments that happen in game development. Once you find the nuggets that are really fun, you just double down on it. Um, Yeah, so basically they needed to get a much bigger team to compensate, realizing how many quests they were going to actually need. Um, and so, of course, one of these new hires was associate game designer Jeff Kaplan, who you may know as the um, game director for Wrath of the Lich King, and then would go on to direct Overwatch. Um, Kaplan directed Wrath of the Lich King? Yeah. Dude, what a fucking genius. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, that's, no that's, how, that's, how he, that's how he got, like, the blank check, basically, from Blizzard to, like, make his thing, you know? Wow, no shot. That's a fantastic expansion. I feel like it was like a perfect storm because Kaplan's really good as a developer. And then you have uh, Arthas, which is like probably one of the most beloved Warcraft villains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they they really, to me, and again, uh, me being somebody who doesn't know a lot about this, but having a lot of friends who who play or have played, like, I feel like that one is most consistently cited to me as the best expansion. Absolutely. It's my favorite. It's up there, yeah. It's also um, the beginning of the end because they started doing stuff uh, near the end of the expansion, which led to, I guess, the issues of cataclysm, and then you know snowballed from there. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm gonna just read this quickly, and then I'd like for you guys to maybe explain the, the the culture around this a little better and how it's integrated into the game. So. The Horde Alliance split was another thing that was a bit of a challenge for us because if you look at the real-time strategy games, there's a hard split between the armies. We had to have some world rationalization for why there were druids on both sides. So we had the idea where the night elves could be druids, but even then we stretched it so that female characters also could be druids. And then we brought 
the Tauren druids in on the Horde side, which was not necessarily in the lore up to this point. So basically, like they they started with this idea of having these two warring factions and rewrote the lore of the universe to balance those two factions against each other. So something I have I do know about is that everybody in this game is either part of the Horde or the Alliance, who are like just two consistently warring factions. Um, what does that mean, and how does it work into the gameplay? So basically, WoW has two forms of. I guess progressionist content ones like PVE, like uh, raids, dungeons, uh-huh. things um, your average MMO guy would be more familiar with. And then there's like PvP, so player versus player. So that's how they integrate the whole faction thing. So you'll have um, basically battlegrounds is what they call it, but they'll it's game mode. So there's like capture the flag, king of the hill, and there's like a whole Altruck Valley, which is like a whole different mixed bag of other stuff. But basically, you put pit the two factions together in those battlegrounds or you could even do open world pvp so like Mm -hmm. um in the early zones it's like the way the zones are structured the maybe first one to 20 one to 30 it's very deep in your own faction's territory but then once you get past that point it's like oh there's quests for both factions in this area so you might be able to see each other there if you have pvp turned on you're going to fight each other if not then i mean they'll allow you to do your own thing Okay. I... Yeah, especially uh, back because they kind of removed this, but back in the day, there used to be PvP servers, which were always, always on. on PvP, which meant that if you were just an alliance running through the world, uh, some horde person could just come up and slaughter you. Yeah. Um, you just get into constant fights out in the open world. Um, and there are a lot of like mini legends of certain areas that are just completely untouchable because they were taken by taken over by the horde, not through some story moment. But, but because players are like actively took it over, yeah. um, which was cool and also frustrating. It was like this weird, weird balance. Yeah. Because the thing is NPCs are always flagged for PvP. So if uh, it's easy for one faction to control an area if they decide, decide to devote their resources to it. Because like you'll just kill NPCs there and kill the flight master. So people can't fly away. People can't turn in their quests. People can't take new quests. Things like that. Okay. Huh. So, so like server-wide griefing, I guess. Yeah, yeah I, I guess so. Jesus. That has been completely re- removed now. Uh, okay. What they now have is like a toggle mode. So war mode, if you go into war mode, then you can uh, engage in PvP. If not, no one can touch you. Okay. I Yeah, I'm not a big PvP guy, so I would be scared. Uh, Alyssa, are you Horde or Alliance? I don't know. Let me Join look at the, the characters. Alliance like, I know there's different races for the different yeah. order there's, alliance, right? So there's different races, yeah, f- that are assi- that are allowed for each of those things. Yeah. What? Wait, which one do you guys like? I like Horde. alliance. You like alliance. Okay, alliance is way better. Yeah. I have both, but I like Horde more. I I I want to love Horde, but after BFA, it's just it's the the, the stupid shit they do to the Horde just frustrates me so much. The Horde I, thing is like, which our war chief, whoever it is, is going to be the next cartoon villain of the yeah, exactly. Fashion. Like it's so the writing is so bad. Like I I once they get away from this, I will begin to love the Horde again because I I also play both. I love I I love my Horde characters, but it's so frustrating what they did in BFA. It's like Sylvanas is like how did anyone the stick? Tree and everything, how did and anyone like, oh. stick to Sylvanas? How? Like that makes no sense to me. It's so frustrating. Um, I think I'd I like to like... be a panda. I feel like they're, 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 elf. I like the night either elves. faction. Yes, night elves are alive. Everyone likes the night elf. Uh, they got green hair. Well, at least the cool. one on the the World they're of Warcraft cool. page. What about does. the blood elves on the whole? I, Come on, I love blood elves too. Uh, blood elf looks good too. So my my elf. my one experience playing World of Warcraft was um, 
I think like maybe three or four years ago. When when did the panda thing happen? That was 2012. So that was 10 yeah. years ago. Okay. So it would, it was like, uh, no, this is when I had my PC. So it was, it was four or five years ago, but, um, I remember finding like, like being like, okay, I'm going to try this out. And I, I like downloaded the client and I like made a character. I, I did make a panda character. Um, cause I, I think they were fluffy and cute, but, um, I, I like loaded in and then like, I played for like 25 minutes and I was like, Oh, I hate this. <laughs> it's like, this the is cool that the, it was the most recent, the like you know, just the beginning of my arc of like making myself try games that I know I'm gonna hate. Like, yeah, I, there's n- no reason I would like that game. But. To me, it feels like a game like you'd have to be able to enjoy by playing with other people. Like, I feel like because don't you have like guilds and stuff in World of Warcraft? Yeah, you have guilds. Yeah, you have okay. guilds. You have like server communities. You have like uh, they implemented this new feature, which is like. Um, you can basically make groups of like not, it's not even guilds. It's like uh, just like a giant forum essentially where people mm-hmm. just talk, hang out. Like I made one for a raiding during, I think it was BFA, where I just like recruit. I don't know. We had like fifty people in there at that point. So if anyone wanted to raid a dungeon or raid a raid, like hey, I need twenty five people. Nice. Down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 it's definitely like a game that shines in with like community interactions and like engaging with that. But I am someone who loves to play this game alone. Like I, I always love questing alone by myself. Um, I, I also do it with friends as well. But I am, I do think that there is a lot of charm to the game, just exploring it. I, I think it's like a game that is about the world, and the world is always gorgeous. Like even when the story is at its worst, it's always great to look at the environments. The art, uh-huh. the art team, and even quest design team has always been like amazing. Yeah, yeah for but... sure. Like mm-hmm. even even in a place like a Najatar, which is a grindy nightmare zone. The place is gorgeous. Like it looks awesome. Yeah. It's just nothing but grind. Is the I, way that yeah. system is. That I, I have to say, I, I like love the art for this game, and also Momo has been posting screenshots pretty consistently in Discord, I which do. I, I which I see. Um, but like, oh, buddy, I got some too. <laughs> yeah, uh, the characters and stuff look so cool, though. I really like the design of it. So yeah. Anyway, sorry. What are you saying? No, that that was that was it. Okay. Actually, well, um, another. I, so you were talking about uh, balancing like classes on both sides. One thing that was really interesting about uh, Vanilla WoW is that Alliance had paladins and Horde had shamans, so you couldn't have that class uh, possible on either side. Uh, but they they rectified that re- like they rectified that years ago. But that's that is one thing about Vanilla that they did stick to that you know you can't have this uh, equalized on both sides. Yeah. yeah. There's a big thing too with like vanilla up to I think I don't know if it's cataclysm or miss where like a lot more classes were locked to races but then they started to open it up a lot more like um yeah. like what Momo was saying with burning crusade and paladins and shamans uh, they gave horde paladin or blood elves which could be paladins and they gave uh, alliance draenei who could be shamans yeah. and then later on but blood elves couldn't be warriors I think or I don't think draenei could be warriors either maybe yeah it's but, so um, funny because like i yes. played when burning crusade came out and like the draenei shaman became the staple for me like that's the like i associate them so hard um and i i also have a draenei shaman so i'm a big fan of that combination what's your main uh my i have uh, a night elf druid and a blood elf rogue those are my two mains that I jump nice to. they're Got both nice orc race change blood into blood elf uh death knight Hmm. And then a uh, Torin Druid, and then a uh, Night Elf Priest. 
I I love the druids. They are so cool. All the forms are yeah really cool. And I love that you can. I mean, I just discovered that you could like buy additional forms. Uh, like you can be a mountable uh, travel form. And oh yeah, yeah. Turn <laughs> With into a tree. Yeah, I just discovered that. It's very nice. fun. So um, one uh, one really interesting thing about this, which I'm sure you can talk about, which played into the, the culture around this game, especially in the 2000s, like when they were doing focus testing and quality assurance testing for this game, they were finding that uh, some of their players were playing for far longer than they were intended to and even much longer than they were paid to do so. Um, some of the players actually never logged off going for entire days, 24 hour days in focus wow. testing without leaving. Yep. Oh yeah, my God. Um, I know those ones. <laughs> yeah, so um, Blizzard did not want this game to become an endless treadmill, and Pardo uh, came up with a plan because he was like, "We have to save people from themselves." Basically, like this mm-hmm. is not something we can responsibly introduce to the world like this. And so his first idea was introducing a resting system, where um, so this this is a really interesting psychological thing, and I think he, he explains here that well that they learned like a lesson, but. Um, the initial way they framed this was that whenever you, um, slept, you would get like, uh, you know, when your character was sleeping, when you were like logged off or whatever, you would come back and you would get some extra or you, you would get like more experience, but then like you would become tired after a time and then you would start to get less half experience actually. Yep. So Um, when you're rested, you get, no, when you, that was the original iteration before they launched it. Oh, oof. That's yeah. pain because that now pain. rested is now double XP. Yeah, rested for... is double and standard is is normal. just one hundred percent. Right, so that's that's what I was going to get at is like they ran this through the the testing groups and people like fucking hated it. They absolutely hated it. And so basically, what he did was without really changing the numbers at all, just made it so this like just said it like okay, this is your standard experience, and then you get a well rested bonus instead. Yeah. It, that's not like you know so it's, it's a it's a mental thing. it's a mental thing yeah, which I think is really fascinating. But he said um. From a purely numerical standpoint, it didn't really affect how fast you were leveling, but it had a huge psychological effect on how people thought about the system. As a game designer, it was a great learning experience for me, and I made it actually one of the game design values at this studio. Always make it a bonus. Whenever you're trying to prevent players from doing something in your game, ask the question, is there a way to create a bonus for the opposite behavior? What happened yeah, to it's uh, so Warcraft f- now? Because they did drop that <laughs> philosophy quick. Well, he's yeah, not working so, there anymore. <laughs> it's so funny because you say you say that, and it one because one of the big like game designs, like because you say this thing of like people staying on for twenty four hours and just keep playing. Mm-hmm. It's and uh, it's so funny because this sounds like to me a way to time gate people uh, because it is a subscription based game. So obviously, like in any other game where you are telling people hey, don't play for 24 hours straight. Uh, It's a bit different. But in a game where you are actively paying monthly and you want to get the most out of your monthly subscription, it does feel kind of like hypocritical because it's like, yeah, of course we don't want people playing playing 24 hours straight, but also every second that they do not get to play, they are paying for it's not like, oh, they bought it once and they could always go back to it. Yes. And that's, that's that's evident fair. in a lot of the later game design choices with daily quests and uh, world quests and weekly it's just and all treadmill. these things. It's well. a treadmill. It's it is it is just uh, a grind, an endless grind. And I try to I try not to engage with it as much as possible, but sometimes you're just like, I really want to get this one thing, and it's it's such a nightmare. I think it was like I don't remember if it was Legion or maybe it was a different expansion where they basically had like three different currencies late game, and like you grind the first one. And then you do something else to grind the second one and do something else to grind the third one just to get like slightly better armor or whatever. Yeah. 
Uh, Shadowlands is pretty bad. I, I didn't experience the end game for BFA or Legion, but Shadowlands was pretty bad like that. Yeah. Legion uh, had the uh, the artifact uh, time gating kind of thing, especially uh, yeah. later later levels. Just because, like, oh, you need, like, level 1 to 10, we'll say. Each level mm-hmm. you need 1,000 XP. I, it, it grows a little more than that, but then it's, like, level 45 to 50, you need, like, a million. This <laughs> is just disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so on the art a little bit, um, one of the lead concept artists, Jimmy Lowe, um, said that they were basically trying to find a style that was very different, but at the time, a lot of the the teams, at, at the executives at Blizzard and everything had wanted them to go for a more hyper-realistic style of art. Um, because that, you know, that was, of course, where things were moving in the early 2000s. Um, people were, were wanting more and more, like, you know, immersive whatever things but um they ran a they they basically had like a conflict between the modelers and the artists about like what they were trying to do because the modelers were modeling for sort of a more hyper realistic uh people and buildings and stuff like that and the, the artists were going for more of a fantasy flair to it and they finally uh said that they kind of just had a jam session where they sat everybody down and they all worked together to model a single building um, which was the farm? It was a farm in uh, where's this here? Westfall. Westfall, yeah. yeah. There is, yeah. They all used hand painted textures to model this, and they like basically made this building. And we're like, okay, there it is. That's the art style. Base everything on this building. Yeah, Westfall is still. <laughs> I think like for many many years to come, Westfall was the uh, developer like test area where they would just throw shit in there and just build it and see you know what looked good in that zone. Yeah, um, and like I said, one of the better I mean, zones to do it, just because yeah. it's so flat. Yeah, it's very flat, and yeah. it has it definitely looks like the oldest of the zones, or one of the oldest at least. Plus the uh, the skybox there is always like pretty bright, yeah, pretty clear. There's sure. not like huge trees blocking your vision or anything. Yeah. Um, this has just reminded me of uh, <laughs> fucking. I think we talked about this in one of our other um episodes, but um, in in the like Skyrim one we did uh. But there was a uh, I remember when they were like modeling the buildings the first time. And like, I think one of the first buildings they modeled was in in Whiterun. It was like one of the shops or something. And uh, Todd Howard said like the the team was like showing it to him. And like he was like playing through this like sort of tech demo thing where he was like walking around the building and stuff. And then like as a prank, they had made it so that every time that he like looked to the left, the building would like jump like half an inch. <laughs> And like get a little higher in the air, <laughs> and oh like he like he thought he was like going crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is a separate no, separate thing. Funny. It's very if funny. You can, if prank. you can always, uh, you always have to put your references to Skyrim and such in here. Yeah. Otherwise, you who are got, you really? Who are who am I if I who am I without my references? Um. So uh, yeah, after months of hyping it up and of course uh, rolling out beta testing, uh, Blizzard finally released World of Warcraft in November 23rd, 2004. Um, that European release was a few months later. Um, lots of critical acclaim. Fans were extremely happy right off the bat. Um, really good sales. Uh, so the first few months were just like extremely good for this game. People mm-hmm. responded to it really well. However, there was a problem in that this was not a... Uh, for the WoW team, they described it as panic, <laughs> basically when they launched this game, because... Now that they had put this game out, they realized that they had to make this game forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. and it's 20 years later, it's still going on forever. Yeah, 
Uh, so Pardo said, we'd vastly underestimated not only the popularity as far as how many games we were going to sell, but also I think vastly underestimated how much time people were going to be spending on any given day playing it. Mm-hmm. And we just weren't prepared on a lot of fronts. From a pure hardware side, we weren't prepared from the standpoint of how fast people were getting to max levels, and then we were not going to have content in place for them. We never really experienced what it was like to be on a game that never ends. In a lot of ways, the game actually starts the moment you launch, which none of us were mentally or emotionally ready for the difference. Um, so basically, this game, this this was a huge problem at the beginning, too, which I'm sure you guys have heard about or known. But like people were like playing for literally 24 hours a day and they would max out their characters after a few days. And that there just was... wasn't content there for them. In that. uh, in Wrath of the Lich King, they introduce achievements to the game, mm-hmm. and that there are a lot of times where I just spent like, I mean, I was in what high school, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh fuck, I'm not doing anything this weekend. Fuck, go logging on to Wrath of the Lich King, grinding out achievements. In the next expansion, Cataclysm, I uh stayed up, I think, close to forty hours playing Warcraft because oh, I was trying to grind for the realm first level eighty five. Like the first right. guy to hit level cap, and I missed it by like an hour or something. Oh, wow. that sucks. Yeah, especially for forty pain. hours. Jesus Christ! I was just like pain. God. Um. So, uh, yeah. When we talk about the the raids a little bit here, so, um, Dawson, who was the raid designer, uh, said about basically the first raid ever. Uh, he said, I think the WoW development team maybe wasn't as well oiled of a machine back then because it actually came as a surprise to the engineering staff that we had decided to funnel the entire population of world of warcraft into a single area (laughs) everybody was waiting for that moment all in the same area and we're sitting out here teleporting level 30 characters um so despite the hectic day he said it was like in his mind the best moment in world of warcraft's history that first raid um he said it was spectacular the moment cannot be reconstructed even in the moment i knew how special it was this is going to be something that goes down in the history of world of warcraft um so what was the first yeah. raid, Molten Core? Um, I don't I think it was called think, that, but maybe you guys can. I think it might have been. Did not note that down. Blackwings. Wow, well, I think it might have been Anixia. Yeah, Anixia Slayer. Oh, was Anixia? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So tell me about like what the raids are in this game, because I've I've just they're awesome. They're, never played an MMO. I don't really have a concept of what a raid is. They're probably WoW at its best. If yeah. I'm being honest. Absolutely, they are a large group of people come together and they need to, it's not just like, Oh, you sit there and you being there is good enough. Like everyone needs to work together to take down this, a series of giant things. Sometimes it's just one giant thing. Although that doesn't really happen anymore. Um, It's all the players coming together, 10 to 25 to 40, depending on uh, what the raid requires. Um, All different roles, all different purposes, all have to strategize. I mean, like, there are moments where I've spent, like, five, six hours doing one raid, and we've all, like, every little, every death is this, it's not just, like, constantly bashing your head against a small. It's wearing you down. Yeah, every death is just a a new thing to learn about what to do differently. The mechanics are always so complicated and the visual, I mean, like the visuals are always awesome and the music's always great. Like the presentation is fantastic. Some of the raids, even, even the worst expansions have amazing raids. Like I loved, uh, what was Ashara's raid? I don't remember the name. Oh, uh, fuck. That was, a. I don't remember. Not... But yeah, so even even like the worst expansions, people come together and are just like, yep, these raids are great. Even if this expansion has sucked regardless, like they're consistently so, 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 so exciting. Yeah, I, um, so I don't really understand like what, I guess, um, 
did so is it is it a time thing like they say like okay saturday night everybody in the world yep. come here yeah so, uh, essentially yeah you can make uh calendar events that's basically like oh at least this is the way my guild did it for like the main group it's like hey, if these i don't know tuesday wednesday thursday we're raiding uh like at least okay so this is real this is my example for it in wrath of lich king i did progression rating so like you do and you could split raids into 10 and 25 men at least at the time of wrath so we do tuesday wednesday thursday for um progression rating of 10 men and then on saturday sunday we do progression rating for 25 men so it's like we just need two groups of 10 for the weekdays and then the whole guild basically jumps on for the weekend to do the big one yeah, yeah essentially a you... lot of coordination you just <laughs> Yeah, you'd create little guilds and you try to get yourselves all together. Um, now, there, now there's like LFR, which isn't as exciting, not even close really. But it's 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 uh, it's essentially just a big community event where everyone tries to coordinate and uh, get together, do something, do something. Big. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff you do in the back half. So like, uh, there's professions in Warcraft for like a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, a big thing is enchanting. So like. Make sure your gear is enchanted for the right stats for your class and your build. And there's flasks. So an alchemist would like... Uh, they're potions that you drink that persist after you die. So you usually have like... And they last, I think, one or two hours. No, one hour normal. normally. But if you're an alchemist, they go two hours. Because uh, you just perk of an alchemist. So then um, you'd basically bring two to three, depending on how long the raid night is. Yeah, essentially, like, also, the, like, yeah, all the professions, like, you could be a cook, and you could create uh, meals for each of your party members. You could create um, and they feasts, can, so everyone yeah, they could eat. Yeah, they could eat, and it would increase their stats. Uh, if you're, like, a leather worker, maybe you could create armor or, like, little uh, bonuses or drums, which are a big thing now. I'm a yep. leather worker. And it lets me uh, use this, like, 30-second buff at whatever period in the fight to just completely uh, increase pretty much the speed of our attacks by, like, 30%. Yep. Um, all these little uh, roles that each of the players have beyond just their class or race uh, that makes them all important. It's very much just like you, you often can't just ride on the coattails of your party members. Uh, especially for of, like non-LFR rating. Yeah, like, like for anything, like if you're especially in Heroic or Mythic, you are, everything you do is you have massively to, important. One person making one mistake will yeah. wipe the whole raid and you yeah. have to start from the beginning. It's it's very much like everyone needs to be working together to like perfectly to accomplish this. Yeah, uh, it is. It is very much a. It's really stressful and terrifying, but it's also like. It's the kind of thing you can't really get anywhere else, where you uh -huh. know this large group of people genuinely are working together to achieve something, um, yeah. and you all need to help each other do better. Uh, it's really wild. I remember there were a lot of times where, like, uh, we'd use what? Because Discord wasn't a thing. So we'd use, like, either TeamSpeak or Ventrilo. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'd jump on. And, like, on off-raid days, if people were on, be like, hey, you play the same class as me. Do you have, do you have tips on how to, you know, get better? Because, like, I guess WoW wasn't as figured out, at least during the time I played at the, like, Warcraft uh, Wrath of Lich King. It wasn't as figured out. So, like, you could look online for, like, Oh, this is a talent build online, like a generic one. There are like little things you could do to improve yeah. your gameplay. Like just people talk about like an I've had hour long conversations about how to increase your DPS by potentially like 2%. Yeah, I, I it's so Jesus. funny. I, I have this exact memory of uh, on Wrath of Lich King when I was playing uh, a really old rogue of mine. It's not the same one I play now. A human rogue. And I was like, 
I want to like be better. So I Googled like, like talent builds and what exactly I could do. And I found nothing like no, no one knew how to help. Uh, like there were little recommendations, but now if you Google it, like there are builds for everything. Like you can just, if you really want to just mid max, you can just Google it and be like, okay, this is how I play. This is what I do. There's it's even very, calculators. Yes. Like it's, there's your stats. Yeah. And it's like doing the math. This is the most optimal build. It's yeah. The magic is in some way lost. And I'm really, uh, I'm really glad because with Dragonflight, they're uh, reintroducing the, an older style of a talent system um, where, you know, you have uh, 61 talents you could use across two different trees Oh, they're actually um, doing that? Yeah, they're bringing it back, and they're completely oh. getting rid of borrowed power. Uh, so there's no more, you know, there's no more Azerite. There's no more artifact weapons. You know, oh, there's, you just have a talent tree, like Wrath, back like back in Wrath. Um, except now what they're doing is you have a talent tree for your specialization and a talent tree for your uh, actual class. So you can oh, uh, cool. slot points at different uh, in different ways. Yeah. yeah, it's it seems pretty it seems pretty neat, and there there's a lot of little things that they're doing that I think make it even better than the Wrath uh, Talent Tree. Yeah, um, see, people hate on like the old Talent Trees because it's like, oh, everyone ran the I same thing. It. It's I all loved the same. it, but it's like there are still like the little things that you'd pick up on per your Talent Tree. Yeah, just for like a fight, like oh, this fight uh, needs more AOE damage instead of single target damage, so I take this specific talent here and like build this way and play my game differently this way just to do that yeah i i don't hate the new talent tree but i i like it a lot less i mean it's 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 so lame to have a talent you pick so infrequently um and some of them are just bad too yeah that's the other thing where it's just like oh they they nerf all the fun ones yeah like like, i wish because what the one thing that i like with the new talent tree is that they are implementing parts of the the new the new talent tree of the 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 middle talent tree which is like you can select specific talents like you have a choice you have choice talents but in between that you also have like stat based talents that change how you play and ability based talents so it's like all these different little things you can you can mess around with um if you play a druid they actually have a a druid talent calculator up now if you wanted to mess around with that oh i do not um not you (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, that was that was a lot. I'm, as long I'm as they make tree based things. form, I'll be happy. Okay, but I, I do like the collaborative aspect that you've described, though, of like stratting out stuff with your teammates and stuff. Like that is always fun in whatever kind of game it is. Like, yeah. Um, I think, for new you know, bosses, like... we literally have like everyone joins Ventral together and watches YouTube videos together. It's like, oh, this is how the boss is. This is how it's like. Oh, we'd pause the video all together because the raid lead Angus at the time was like, hey. Everyone pause. Make sure you pay attention to this ability here. That means you so and so because I know you suck dick or whatever. Wow. And then we'll yeah you know, we'll rip on each other playfully and then we'll okay. just continue on watching the video. Yeah, that was a big thing for uh, Deathbringer Sorfang in Ice Crown. That was a fun one. Um. Okay. Cool. Well, I think the um. So. Uh, let me let me get into the release thing here quickly. We can kind of talk more about the the like gameplay and stuff. But um, so Vanilla WoW, like I said, it was well received. It got a ninety three on Metacritic, so pretty good, good start. Um, it was the best selling PC game of two thousand five and two thousand six, and in the US, it sold one point four million copies uh, by August two thousand six, making it the country's third best selling uh, PC game uh, between January and uh, two thousand and August two thousand six. So. Big deal. Um, and again, back then, like, 
games didn't sell like 20 million units. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that wasn't just, it wasn't really a thing um, except Mario, but um, that honestly thinking about this, that makes Mario like way more impressive just because like, well, actually Mario was a packing, wasn't it? The original super Mario brothers for the NES. Yeah, it's also that like PC gaming back then was super small and it yeah, wasn't even it was. like last decade that it started to really ramp up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, the, so, um, wow, as of, as of 2017 was the last time I found this, but they, they grossed $9.23 billion in revenue, um, making it one of the highest grossing video games of all time. Um, but also that is nowhere near what Fortnite is making. So suck it. (laughs) Is that like over time or like at, in that year? That's how much. No, it's over time. Over time. Yeah. Yeah. Fortnite pulls in like $15 billion a year whoa jesus christ insane yeah now it does yeah i remember they like in 2000 or something or not 2000 2020 or something like that they hit 11 billion in revenue that year uh so Um, in 2020 they made 5.1 and in 2021 they made 5.8 okay so i guess over two years i think yes yes since since launch it's been around uh 19 billion 19 billion since launch okay that's still pretty that's still a lot though absurd um yeah, I think like WoW's big, WoW's big advantage is obviously like the siphoning of the money of from yeah. us with the subscription. Um, yeah, you know, it's all these systems they implement that make you want to keep playing, and there's so much content to do. Even as someone who isn't in love with dailies, like I have so much that I still need to do from expansions I missed and stuff. Right. Um, and I, the amount of money I've spent over those course of these these years is absurd. So, uh, being somebody who, who played like a while ago, I guess both of you've been playing for a while. Um, WoW actually has um, the, a, maybe a better player demographic split in, in 2022 than a lot of other games like this. Like, it's uh, about 58% male, um, which is not like too skewed, honestly. Yeah. Um, do you feel like that was, that, that's more of a recent thing, or was, was, this, was this really a male dominated thing back in the day? It's definitely more recent. But it's hard to say. I don't think it's like that high. I don't think it's like eighty percent. I think it's maybe like sixty-five, seventy. Yeah, because I I wouldn't know, but I definitely I met a lot. I definitely met a lot of women on WoW when I was a kid, and I played WoW with my mom. Right, like that was that yeah, was like the that. big yeah. thing. Um, oh, you know, she and I she and I were playing together, and we only had one computer, so we'd have to take turns, and we we shared one account at the time. That's why we had multiple accounts. Um, and that's why the cost became so much higher. Um, but I, I would play it with my mom. Uh, so she got, I mean, like she does not play video games, right? Like she, this is her game. Like she has tried Skyrim. She has tried some other stuff, you know, she has attempted. Um, but it's always, wow. Like that is the thing that she's been going back to since, uh, 2007. So that's the, my most, you know, my biggest memory of the demographic. And I know she's met a lot of women on WoW too. So and now definitely there. part of method. <laughs> method oh it's the uh number one rating guild right now oh imagine actually she in during bfa she was like one top one percent healer or something nice she was yeah. definitely she was, was really definitely uh, a professional um yeah so uh but that, that's pretty cool and like i think it's also one of those things where like a lot of these online environments like a lot of women will just like not use voice chat yeah and, and just nope. not want to be identified which is well, understandable 
a great thing about well, Wow doesn't really have didn't have voice. There's just no vocal communications, which I which I appreciate. Oh, really? Because uh, yeah, you can't really talk to people, and that's why you'd create your own like little voice there, voice chats elsewhere. So wow. there um, is they introduce it in vanilla, but it was so shit that no one used it. <laughs> Wait, there is a vo- there's voice. Yeah, chat? there is. It, there was introduced like way earlier. And I, yeah, I've no never used, used it. This is better. I've never to have it. I've never seen yeah. it. Yet. Yeah, it's just it's like super like staticky like people cut out randomly even yeah. though they're yeah. game huh. and yeah i will say like um i yeah there's very like it, it's there are moments where the wow community can be really toxic um but there are i think you know that there is work being done to sort of rectify that and yeah um that. the uh they they definitely have like made attempts i think if you were if you listen to our um Matt, were you on our League of Legends episode? I think you might have been. Uh, maybe. I think you might like have the been. two games I ever only ever play. So that's maybe. fair. Um, we start. Yeah, I think we talked about the fact that at Riot Games, they said they they very openly gave up on trying to detoxify the culture of League of Legends because they said it had gone too far. And League is inherently a toxic game, though. Yeah, like they they found that their game was inspiring toxicity, and they said like, well, that's not our problem. Um, <laughs> And that's that's not really the way that Blizzard approached this. Like they they have definitely tried to have uh, people reach out and like manage the communities and and try to f- reduce some of the the shittiness that comes with yeah, online. It's gaming. so funny. Back in the day, uh, such such crazy memories. But that is, this doesn't happen anymore. But back in the day, if you like did a ticket or if you reported someone, mm-hmm. there were times where a developer would just be also, on the thanks spot for reporting there. you. Or yeah, like, reporting. good job. It, yeah. Like, literally, like, developers would be on the spot. I had one instance where I reported a bug, and a developer teleported towards me to me in the world. He was just flying. He's flying in the sky, yeah. <laughs> flying in the sky <laughs> and to address the bug in real time. And it was just like, what the hell? Literally, now, if you do a ticket, I've done tickets months without response. It's just yeah. on a form. Yeah, it is. God. It is. It, the, the disconnect has, has been insane. Yeah, that's that's kind of hilarious. I can't even imagine yeah. that. Um, it was it was shocking. <laughs> I remember uh, I reported a developer because I've never seen it before. Like um, them just flying in the sky. Yes, and we're, I think we're I in the main. The we're in the main city for the horde, which is Orgrimmar. Mm-hmm. And I just see him flying up the bank. I'm like, what? This guy must be hacking. I'm reporting him. He's like, oh, hey, I'm a Blizzard dev. And he had, and like, um, <laughs> you can't impersonate Blizzard devs because they have a Blizzard logo right next to their yeah. name. Uh, so okay. I'm like, oh, this is a developer. Oh, shit. Yeah. This is like, I don't know, 10 year old me or whatever. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Uh, yeah. So, one thing I did want to like uh, ask is that have either of you guys seen the movie? Slash, did you, yes. what did you think about it? <laughs> I enjoyed uh, it. Uh, it's a, <laughs> it's a mess, but it, I I quite enjoyed it. It's it's it is definitely fan service. It's very much just like reference, reference. Here are these references. But then, yep. although it's fan service, the lore doesn't really work. It doesn't make sense. But if uh, I treat it as like a generic fantasy movie, yeah, it's very generic. Yeah. but uh, I mean, Warcraft I is generic, it. but it was became it's, even it, more generic in the movie i guess i uh, warcraft's foundation is generic because it's obviously super inspired off of dungeons and dragons and lord of the rings yeah. but i it is it does so much with it i think like it it where the, the expansions have gone and the like environments that have been created and the way it's introduced all those things have definitely like completely shifted my mindset where it's just like this is my favorite fantasy setting or one of my favorite fantasy settings. i think they should have um, uh for the movie they should have done the arthas story and maybe left it off as like a potential sequel where you show his complete rise and you don't show the heel turn, like the betrayal yeah. till the second movie or something. Like yeah, the that. issue with the Warcraft movie was that it, it very much felt like, 
it was attempting to embody Warcraft when it should have just been a. It should have just told a story. It just told a story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's that's uh, that that could be said for pretty much every video game movie. Yeah. Um, which is why the ones that have like worked have just been like something going on in that world, like an, yeah. an actual story being yep. told. I would um, love that so much. But yeah, there's. Um, I don't think there's plans currently to do another attempt at it, but I'm sure. To be honest, like directed I'd be sh- by David Bowie's son, which I always oh. love to think about. Weird. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, Duncan uh, Jones. To um, if, do you think we'll re- do you think we can make it to the end of this year without Netflix announcing a World of Warcraft TV show? Yes, I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna I, mean, happen. I I would I would eat it up. Uh, as long as it's not like cheap looking anime. Oh style, no, it would be like, cheap looking anime. Don't uh, worry. I, yeah, I'm not interested in that. Like they made a. I love Dota. They made a Dota anime. They made Dota. Like, they made Dragon's Dogma. Terrible. Also, that looked kind of oh, trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, they made Castlevania. That looked good. No, that was Castlevania amazing. is an exception. Amazing. Yeah, that, was, amazing. that was that was the main exception to this. Yeah. yeah. And again, because they didn't just try to like retell the story that happened in the games, they just like use that that world and the settings and characters and, and fun show yeah. story. Mm-hmm. It's a fun show. Yeah. Um, the way the author's intended almost works. I wonder why. Weird. I don't know. Um, yeah. Warcraft is very much about the world. Obviously, that's what's called World of Warcraft. So when yeah. you create, when you make a show like that, the focus should be like the atmosphere. Um, sort of like in the way Lord of the Rings handles it, where, yeah. you know, like you feel like that world is so special. Um, and it is obviously a big part of it is their journey, but the Shire is unforgettable. And yeah. There are a lot of little moments. There are places in WoW which have a similar value to me, where I think back to them like magic. And if you could bring that in a show, it would just I would yeah, use it. that'd be great. No, and I think that's a good example. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's still maybe nothing has still captured that on on a screen like Lord of the Rings, like the feeling of epic fantasy. Still, yeah, I but agree. like it's God, Fellowship of the Ring. Want to play WoW again? Yeah, <laughs> I. <laughs> that was not listen, my intention. I still no, play I... WoW, so I'm I'm still in that deep in the the trenches i right quit now. it i had a patch even uh, i was gone i'm so proud i i'm two years sober <laughs> i i was sober between uh 2014 and 2020 uh but uh when shadowlands came out and they announced the level squish in the chromie time yeah. i got sucked back in i played like shadowlands for maybe a month or two but then i was like ah it's just not the same plus i don't have enough time to grind like that way i want yeah. to in while where it's like I want to do high-end rating, but it's just too much. It's yeah, to get there is a nightmare. Uh, I yeah. try to avoid it uh, because that's the that's like that's the trap, right? Um, that's how they get you. That's how they get you, and I just don't want to be got again. I just want to play the expansions I missed, um, and I don't want to get sucked back in. Yeah, I don't want to be hurt again. <laughs> yeah, it's pain. Uh. Uh, yeah. So um, I do want to, uh, Alyssa. Do you have any questions about this World of Warcraft? Not really. I mean, confused? like, no, I'm just <laughs> a little absent today, absent-minded today, but I'd have a lot more input if I've actually played the game. I know my uncle used to play the game, and he was, like, like hardcore obsessed with the game, like, spent hours and hours and hours a day, yeah. and every time I went to visit him, it was, like, he was only there for part of the time because he was just in his room or playing World of Warcraft, but I can, I can see the... Um, the possibility of getting addicted to the game and i think maybe that's why i've also stayed away from it because like it's i i really like role-playing games so i think that this would be something i would like but i'm avoiding it <laughs> it's yeah it's so funny you mentioned your uncle because that's how that's how we discovered wow my mom and i we mm-hmm. were just over my uncle's house and he was just 
we were just like eating dinner and he was in the living room just on his computer in the middle of like a battleground i think mm-hmm. and uh i think i think his wife was calling him for dinner and he was like what are you playing and then my life is ruined oh Do no we all have the same uncle because uh, was that all same way. Yeah. what the hell <laughs> i always kevin? Say, like, i'm always fascinated kevin? when people talk about this stuff like my my parents and like i don't think any, any of my parents or aunts or uncles have like really ever touched a video game before like I, n- I never had any of these kind of experiences with like my my uh, parents or anything, but um, we did uh, play some Wii tennis though. So wow, oh, because it's tennis. Wait, like you can just you can get anyone into tennis, right? Like, come on, just grab the mode. Yeah, Wii, Wii tennis is legitimately the only video game my mom has ever played with us. Incredible, That's sweet though. Wii yeah. tennis is the only game I've also ever seen. Like my uncles like dive in real life for like stuff. Oh my god, that's so funny. That's great. Um, yeah, so I guess to kind of like start um, wrapping it up, like, are, are there any other like points that you want to want to talk about, like anything specifically that we we missed or anything? Yeah, I mean, we obviously talked about it, but I think the reason why so many players are like addicted and and just can't stop is that the world is just so vivid. Like the 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 inv- like the world that they realized is There's so up much there. Depth. Yeah, it's just up there. Like it is, you're not just experiencing like a linear story. It is the entire world is available to you, and it all feels fleshed out in different ways. Um, and there, there, you know, the story is losing traction as it goes on. I think Shadowlands, especially, has just a pretty messy story. But what the core of it, the world and the characters that you love, are just so, so, so exciting. It's like, it's like, it's this world that you've fallen in love with. Um, and akin to Lord of the Rings, except for it's all fully there and it's just so magical. And, and of course it's surrounded by like a lot of MMO bullshit, um, a lot of like predatory game design uh, that just wants you to keep subscribing. But I think that's yeah. why, like, that's why I'm still there. Like the, mm-hmm. the art team knows what they're doing. Uh, you know, the music's amazing as always. Um, and every moment that I play or experience it, even when I'm like playing an expansion that isn't particularly good, like BFA, uh, it still oh. has those foundations of like, I really like the zone. Nazatar looks cool. A Mecha, Mechagon looks really cool, even though the zones themselves are just game design wise predatory and exist to keep you reeled in and redoing daily quests over and over again. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the magic of WoW is there. Um, and I, I really wish they could uh, move away from, you know, the way they design it now. I, I would love if if there was like a new Warcraft game that was like an actual just full single player third person RPG in that world uh, that I could get lost in without having to deal with a subscription and the MMO garbage that really just holds it back. Oh, Eternal Palace. That's the raid. You're yes, talking about. yes, I love that raid. Amazing raid. It's like Fantastic. an underwater palace. Like. Ooh, it's so build. cool it's so good cool. and like wow has a bad rap of dealing with underwater zones because in uh i think it was cataclysm it's cataclysm yeah yeah they released three zones which were completely underwater so you're just swimming and swimming is the most clunkiest movement type thing in warcraft and that's it's, why probably everyone rough. hated it but because of the depth and verticality of the map instead of like just being on a horizontal plane like you just walk forward to, to go somewhere sometimes you have to swim up you have to swim down and I think the art team was, like, amazing during that zone. Yeah. I mean, like, Eternal Palace is a fantastic raid. I'll never forget that boss where 
There's, it's like the giant eel, and you have to like go. You have to swim across like the the shra- the darkness is coming. Oh, and he has that bottom. lighting thing on his head, like an angle. Yes, right? yes, That's yes. He's uh, like the black fish. water or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. that boss was terrifying. Like just instantly dying because the the darkness was enshrouding like, around you. Yeah. I yeah the the raid, the when they launch a raid, almost all the time it is fantastic. I think honestly, like there's only one raid I don't like, and it's actually the most recent one that just came out, which isn't great uh the sepulchre the first ones i i didn't like that one very much um but outside of that like it's so easy to have a game where half of it is great and the other half sucks because you're still going to pay monthly to experience the other half and it's so hard to resist like i don't want to be uh sucked into this anymore but yeah wow when it had like upwards of 8 million subscribers was when they did both sides per- like amazingly yeah, i agree and then they just like cut half of it off. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And people say WoW's dying. It's like, oh, WoW's dying. No one's playing it. It still has like what two million? Yeah, I subscribers, mean, which is still, still like funny. the uh, number two. MMO. No, it's still it's still around like five million people. It's, it's yeah, it's quite uh, a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's is this... that like worldwide, not just like in the U.S. It's worldwide. Yeah, yeah that's worldwide. worldwide. Um, they're pretty. Uh, yeah, I think the only one that's bigger is final fantasy at this final point. fantasy i think might yeah. might be the only mo that could surpass it at this point yeah because you know yeah. it's funny final fantasy has like an opposite uh trend where like world of warcraft started great final fantasy started poor and just the latest expansions have been apparently knocking out of the park yeah um whereas wow i mean like i like shadowlands but bfa did not receive good reviews uh for good reason uh although there's a lot i like about that expansion it is a mess do you like mm-hmm. drainer like warlords i i'm i'm playing it right now and i quite like it it's it's it is a lot more chill and vibe i like the story more than i do bf like the bfa story is so fucking offensive to me like i i could not stand that story like any yeah. element of it they just completely ruined most of those characters the only arc i like is Jaina's uh with her mother i think that was a nice arc besides oh, that uh, tear regard sound i think or whatever yeah tear regard yeah. sound good zone in general uh yeah but the I'm enjoying Warlords of Draenor. I'm playing it right now. Uh, I just got to Tadan Jungle. I just did Blackrock Foundry, which is an amazing raid. Blackrock uh, Foundry is probably top three raids, I think. It is in, amazing. Uh, in Warcraft. It's, it's absolutely amazing. It is every boss is super memorable and the way you explore that area is great. Like the non-linearity it, uh, is amazing. The last boss, I forgot his name now. But uh, um, Hell not Hellscream. What the fuck is it? Blackhand? Blackhand, yeah. Yeah, when he like stomps the ground and you fall down a whole like level. Yeah. And then it eventually goes into like the middle of the mountain basically where yeah. you're fighting him in like with molten lava everywhere. Yeah. I think that was like one of the coolest. And they that did awesome, it. Yeah. They did it in Shadowlands with Denathrius. Kind of. Yeah, I don't entirely remember. I did do that raid, but I don't remember. Yeah. Um just for reference, yeah, it looks like as of uh the uh December last year Final Fantasy fourteen did have more players than active pl- daily players than WoW, uh, two point five versus their two point two million. Okay. So those daily players, though, not subscribers. Okay. Uh, right, that's right, probably right. what I was going. On. Yeah, what was but it yeah, it's it's hard to measure those metrics because you're like, which yeah. one is more important or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, WoW hasn't been releasing their numbers since Draenor because players have They've just been, completely yeah. abandoned. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know if there's a turnaround for this game. I mean, maybe there is still. I think. I, I mean, especially I think with, Dragonflight looks pretty good. But. I think it, MMOs it, are dying too in general, though. Yeah, it definitely is a harder thing to sell nowadays because there's so many live service games that are designed to be the game that you play all the time. Like yeah, that's the issue. It is. It is a real because everyone wants to have that, and like 
I don't I don't know why. I mean, like, yeah. I do know why it's money, I, but like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the issue is that uh, if you put like, I mean, I think Fortnite's a quality game. Uh, every update I watch from afar and I'm like, that's cool. Uh, I'm not going to play it again. I, yeah, I played it I, for like 100 hours. I really enjoyed my time with it, but it is a forever game. Like you need to be invested in the ecosystem. Uh, yeah, to really I really enjoy yeah. it. I still think about like last year when um, uh, I think it was Phil Spencer. Yeah, Phil Spencer said last year like that. Um, he's like, we. I don't really view PlayStation as our like competitors anymore. Like, I think Netflix is actually a bigger competitor for us because we're all we're all just competing for time at this point. Damn. Yeah. It's a good. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, that is definitely the business person way to look at it. Yeah, uh, and it's unfortunate because it sucks. Like, I mean, like if I could spend half the time on WoW and get the same amount of quality, I'd love that. But that's not how the subscription works. Yeah, I mean, do you guys remember there used to, like in the in the two thousands, it used to be like, oh, there's like three or four must play games every year. You know what I mean? I think that yeah, but I think that was just how our budgets worked back then, and it also was... how uh, like com- the community was. It was it was, but like it was also like the fact that like there was like a the budgets for games were a lot smaller. The teams were a lot smaller. They got made a lot less frequently. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Just, and I think also for TV, TV shows, I think you can see that much more plainly. Like they didn't, there didn't used to be this many TV shows and yeah, yeah it's like everything is just competing for your time at this point. So yeah, like there's, I have such a huge backlog of stuff and that's like great. Why, you know, Netflix has the, my list. We could just add stuff, but it's like, there's a hundred things on there, man. <laughs> yeah, go I'm not going to watch all these things. Yeah, which yeah. I mean, that's you're you're not supposed to though. You know, is the thing. It's like, uh, anyway. But yeah, like I think that's the main reason I'm not going to try to like tap into an MMO is just because like no, I just don't think I want to commit the time at all. I, I'm really not you're interested. Also a treadmill. Like, wh- okay, just real quick. WoW used to be for to get into raiding. We'll say right. You just do dungeons to get good gear, and then you can jump into raiding. And maybe there's an attunement quest or something. Now it's like, you have to do dungeons to get the good gear. Then you maybe do LFR just to get that mid-piece gear, so you could uh, make raiding progression easier. Then you grind your artifact power, or your Azerite armor, and then there's like a whole faction you have to grind with as well. And then there's like a secondary currency you get to get your legendary yeah. item. And, and there's just... a third currency on the next patch that you have to grind to to get upgrade armor and, and that's also, only relevant for that patch include yeah including that lfr which is like how often you could do the which is your like rating lowest tier rating can only be done once a week because you can't just keep getting armor drops from them yeah. so you are time gated and constantly grinding uh it it is blizzard is a company that wants your money and has designed the game to take it from you uh if you want to do something they are going to get your money for it it is absurdly frustrating because um, it's not done through like it's not done through like blunt fun ways. It's just like it seems like a chore. Like Torghast, I was like, oh, Torghast sucks. Torghast is is one of the worst things that has been designed. Torghast made me quit yet. like Shadowlands. I was like, it I'm not doing sucks. this. It sucks. It's it's just it. To be clear, what Torghast is, it is uh, a rogue. Imagine a roguelite. Uh, in World of Warcraft, but they never take the ends, fun out of the roguelike. <laughs> yeah, it's the there's no almost no variety. The rewards are nearly meaningless. It is awful. It is bad. But they make so it bad. mandatory because you need to do Torghast to get your legendary equipment, yeah. which everyone has. Yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. The grind's bad. Well, uh, on that 
sour note. Um, let's go ahead and wrap up. <laughs> um, to so, be clear, I love World of Warcraft. Yeah, I, 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 I hate yeah. what it's become, though. So in uh, in a few in a few brief sentences, could you both tell me what exactly you'd want to see from this new expansion to get things back on track? Uh, the Briefly. removal of uh, time gating is awful. Uh, the removal of borrowed power has me really excited. Uh, new class, new race, I love. So that's that's automatically going to be really cool. What's the new class? I, uh, the evoker. Uh, oh, the dragon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, it's it looks really fun. Um, and I I I think a big thing for me is just focus on stop focusing on the subscription right because like that's kind of what it feels like it is like we need you to grind for the subscription uh i want to be able to quest and then do my dungeons and then do my raids and then call it a day that's what i want like that's me i've done the expansion if i have to grind to do any of those things i will cry because that's something that shadowlands made you do you had to grind renown to continue uh the patched quest line so to do chains of domination which was the a first patch of Shadowlands, you needed to grind this currency that was related to your covenant, uh, which was so so boring. Okay. Um, yeah. So Matt, what, what do you, do you uh, want to see? Kind of the same stuff or anything different? Similar, and then like, WoW has okay. Maybe that you know, I'm sure their alignment is different from mine. Like they clearly have an idea of where they want to take WoW, where they want to continue with this treadmill type style, right? Mm-hmm. And like maintain this steady line of profits, but. Instead of make people grind the game, not because right now it's you have to grind the game to play the game. But before it was like people grinded the game because it was a good game. Like people were just like, I love playing this game because I, I want to devote hours of my time just because like I could be doing random shit. I have alts. It's so hard to level an alt now to to be on the same level as your main than it was before. Because uh, I talked about earlier about how like there's like five other things you have to do to actually do endgame content. Yeah. Now you have to do that for every single other character you want to play with. And it's just rough. So yeah, remove yeah, time reading. It's a great point that, you know, back in the day, we played every day because it was fun to, whereas like now you have to play every day to experience the rest of the game. Yeah. Like they are forcing these systems down your throat to finish it, to finish the game. Like if you want to say, you know, I finished Shadowlands, you need to grind these quest lines. Um, and back in the day, I remember just doing Argent tournament daily because I loved it. I mean, I don't, I didn't want anything. I just, I just did it, it was over fun and over again. Yeah, I just, I just love doing that. Um, they've also done a lot of bad stuff. Like, there's an in-game shop. Like, um, this was the first thing I noticed where. So I talked about achievements earlier, right? You do this achievement, you you finish this achievement, and you get sometimes a new mount, a new title. A pet companion, something like that, right? Um, there's a mount called Heart of the Aspects, which is like this whole new model, this perfect dragon, like golden dragon that used to be tied to achievement because, like, the achievement literally has the icon for the mount in it. But then it was like it, then it got moved to the cash shop the exact same time as they just released a recolor of a different old mount from before, and I was like, okay, this is, I guess this is where it's go- we're going with this. And there's just, like, a lack of variety. I'd, I'd like to see more variety in, like, before old factions, like, they'd have four different types of mounts. But now it's like, oh, everyone has the same horse. Everyone has a different color horse, or everyone has a different color, different color wolf, or boar, or whatever the expansion mount of the month is. Yeah, it's also just become homogenized in the sense that, like, every expansion comes with new promises, where it's like, 
oh yeah, new expansion. Here's your new themed mount around that expansion. Oh, new expansion. Here's the zones on a new island. Uh, oh, new expansion. Uh, here's this currency. Here's this uh, this new system in place. It feels very much like, and thankfully they're getting rid of borrowed power, but it very much, it was it's a very lot. much, it's a factory system. Like it's a, it's, it's just turning it out. Yeah, there's um, a lot of stuff that is being saved by incredible visuals, incredible world building. Uh, just like Shadowlands looks gorgeous. I mean, it is a phenomenal looking looking expansion, and I think like that is strip that away, and the game is hollow. <laughs> okay, well, uh, yeah, great. Yeah, sounds great game. I love recommended. Wow. <laughs> I still I play it all the time. I love it. It's a big world with nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. Um, all right, so let's let's close out of here. So thank you guys for for joining us. Um, uh, you can find us at gameluster.com, uh, youtube.com/gameluster for our videos. I'm doing, of course, my Dino Summer Let's Plays. Uh, Jess is doing a Mass Effect blind playthrough right now, so people are nice. hopping on that. Um, find us on uh, Twitter at gamebusterspod. Pod. Um, Game Luster also is an Instagram now, so find us there. Um, and then also, uh, yeah, thanks for coming. Do you guys have anything that you want to plug that you're working on, uh, Momo? Uh, I write for LaptopMag.com. Uh, you can catch me there. Besides that, no, I'm not really working on anything big. Okay. Uh, Matt, you working on any big projects right now? Uh, doing the ins- fire inspection for the ACC, the Erica Anderson or something but that's like okay. work related. That's not like hobby. Yeah. Matt's like a fire inspector in real life. It's not wow. a video game thing. <laughs> I was confused uh, for a second. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, Alyssa, what are you doing in your real life? I'm still streaming at go ballistic on Twitch. Um, that's why I'm kind of tired. I streamed until like three o'clock last night. So. Okay. Well don't do that then. I know I probably shouldn't, but jeez. Okay. You well, the viewership. Yeah. How many, do you have, a, do you have like a army of simps yet? Uh, getting there, getting there. Okay. I do certainly people who show up every stream. Oh my gosh! I, if you ever come into my stream, look for Entropic Sam. He's he's <laughs> he's the real Sam. <laughs> I'm excited for you. It's a shout out! It's a shout out! I love I love him. I love Sam. Um, shout out Entropic okay. Sam. Yeah, shout out. So uh, yeah, uh, make sure to recommend us to your friends and rate us on iTunes and Spotify if you can. We would love that. Um, okay, so yeah, let's uh, let's get out of here. What is our last word to take us out? Um, do you guys have sort of a memorable quote from World of Warcraft you'd like to to kind of play us out on? There's like a shitty uh, <laughs> copy paste of like the Arthur and Uther dialogue with bread, but uh, I don't remember it off the top of my head. Is that helpful to us then? <laughs> you can find uh, it. Yeah, I could find it. The cooking of Strathholm. That's one. Glad you could make it, Uthor. Watch your tone with me, boy. You may be the waiter, but I'm still your superior as a chef. As if I could forget he. Listen, Earth Uthor. There's something about the pl- plaguette you should need. <laughs> what? what is happening? Oh no, it's too late. These people, Roni, have all been infected to Nana. Oh they may God. look al dente now, but it's a matter of time before they turn into undeadable. What? This entire this. citrella must be peeled. How long does How this How can go? you even cook Wait that? There's got to be some other way. Damn it, Umami. As your future chef, umami. I order you to royal this city. You are not my chef yet, boy RD. Nor would I obey <laughs> that command if you were. But I must consider this an act of seasoning. Seasoning? Have you sauced your mind, mince, Arthas? 
Have I, Lord Umami, by my right of succession and sovereignty of my crown of roast pork, I hereby rehydrate you from your commandard <sighs> and suspenderoni, your pepperoni from service. Damn. Arthas, you this, can't this just- This has gone so long. Drama. It's done. For those of you who have the will to taste this flan, follow me. The rest of you, get out of my kitchen. You've just tossed a terrible salad, Arthas. Jaina, I'm sorry, Arthas. I can't watch you cook this. Damn. Wow. So that was a real monologue from... <laughs> modified, but yes. Yeah, <laughs> slightly modified. Slightly right. modified. Well, don't don't forget it. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to go to sleep now. Goodbye, boy, RD. Thank you guys Ooh. for joining us. We'll see you next week. Um, and uh, yeah, I think we're doing fire. We actually do fire emblem. Three houses next Ooh. week. Talk about these hot anime kids. Um, fire emblem persona. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, see you guys. Bye. Bye. See you.